might have heard that the Talica boys were gonna play some heavy shit tonight. Welcome to Metal Up Your Podcast. This is Ethan Luck, and this is another episode of Metal Tales from the Road. We're talking about the Metallica show that happened uh, just last night, or technically the night before, uh, in Finland. And uh, I'm not even going to begin to pronounce uh, the the town that it was in. (laughs) We'll let our guest uh, explain that to us. But uh, on the phone uh, from Finland uh, via Skype here um, is, uh, forgive me if I get this wrong or I butchered a little bit, Oskari Imonen. Hey, Ethan. That was perfect. Oh, it was. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah. And the city where the show was is called Hamenlinna. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> that's a tough there one, man. Yeah. Hamenlinna. Yeah. yeah, pretty pretty good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess, I'm going to have to work on, um, I guess, probably work on my my Finnish accent next and, and try to pronounce this stuff yeah, later. Yeah, not easy. Not easy. Well, cool. Well, I know you got a busy schedule and you're working and stuff, and so I appreciate you taking the time to do this um, just to first, recap, recap first, yeah. the show. And uh, yeah, man, so let's kind of get into uh, your backstory with the band and how you got into them and what your favorite record is or what record you came online with and all that stuff. How many shows you've seen? Let's let uh, let's let our good our good people listen to know uh, what your what your deal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm 22 now, and I got into Metallica when I was I would say 10, if I remember correctly, nine nine or 10, somewhere there. Okay. And uh, it was around when Death Magnetic came out. And actually, the first thing I remember hearing from Metallica was one. Uh, it was in Guitar Hero three. Yeah. And I was a big. Yeah, big, big guitar hero, like nerd. <laughs> hey, hey, and, uh, you're not the only one, man. <laughs> yeah, and I heard. Um, I just like noticed. Hey, there's one by Metallica. I, like I, I've I heard about Metallica before, but um, I hadn't like um, listened to any of their songs or anything. And then I played it on the on the game, and it was it was amazing. And like I had to find out more, so I went onto YouTube where you know. It wasn't what it is now, with, right? Like everything on there, but I found some Metallica songs there, and I just fell in love and had to like just hear more. And right? Yeah. I remember, I remember buying just all the CDs, like Ride the Lightning, Kill 'Em All, Puppets, all of those. Just like every time I got a small allowance, you know, twenty euros, I just went mm-hmm. and bought a CD. Yeah, that's cool. And, you man. Know, that's how I got to. Yeah. So, so was Death Magnetic the first one that you bought? Um, I can't really remember. Was it the first one or like the second or third? Okay. But it was one of the first ones because I remember also hearing All Night Merlong on the radio. Like it was a single right before the album came out. Okay. And that was like, whoa, this is so awesome. What is this? And then I found out, oh, it's Metallica. New new song by, by them. Ah, nice. Like, yeah, I had to buy Death, Death, Death Magnetic and I just fell in love with the album right when it came out. Yeah, man. It's that's a cool era to come in, come online, you know, with, uh, with that record, because 
you know, I mean, some oh, people, yeah. some people have come online with St. Anger. And so a lot of times that, uh, that experience makes them not, not dislike the record as much as maybe other people do, but coming along with online with death magnetic and hearing that stuff on the radio for the first oh, yeah. time was, I'm sure it was very exciting, you know, and having not heard yeah. a lot of early stuff. Oh, definitely. And like a song like all night long, really thrashy and heavy. Just, I think it sounds like any old Metallica song, right? Like, yeah. And I really didn't know the difference between new and old Metallica like back then. So yeah, man, was, that's, a, that's such a cool place yeah. to be in life. And it, it's, it's one of those things that I wish that you could kind of go back and revisit and experience all these records for the first time again. Cause mm-hmm. knowing what I know now about music and, and playing, playing music and production and all that stuff, it would be so interesting just to hear that stuff for the first time again. But obviously we can't do that, but I, I, I know that exciting feeling of the, you know, the first time you hear, you know, a full record by Metallica, you know, and for, for me it was, oh, yeah. it was justice and, and puppets were the first two, but um, yeah. and even the black album was still like mind blowing to me. It was just like, you know, anytime we get new Metallica content, you know, I mean, I was, I was just as excited, if not more excited when Hardwire was about to come out. I was like, Oh my God, they finally made a new record and it actually it yeah. kicks so much ass too. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I remember like a couple years ago when it came out, I was like waiting so long for like, cause I knew that they were in the studio making it and then. I hear hardwired the first single, like when I think Lars played it on some radio show or something. Yeah. And it came live, I think on the internet somewhere or I saw it and I was like, Oh my God, new Metallica. And then I messaged all my Metallica buddies and like, Hey, you know, guess what? You know, it's just, it was amazing. Yeah, man. It, it really, it's, it's, it's always exciting. I remember speaking of death magnetic. Okay. I remember when that record was, um, <clears throat> was coming out there i think over here the first single was um uh the day never day that never comes huh? and yeah. I, me- I remember buying it on itunes for 99 cents or whatever and i was like oh my god this is so awesome and it, it you know it, it's such a great song and you know return to form kind of kind of song and then uh oh, yeah. somebody had gotten me like an advanced copy of the record so i had it maybe a couple weeks before it came out and i remember going mm-hmm. to pick up a friend at the airport that was flying home and I, he was a huge Metallica fan, and he had only heard the single. And so I, I pulled into the airport, picked him up, and I was like, "All right, I got something to play for you. This, this is this new band I just discovered. Just, I'm totally trying to play it dumb, like it's yeah. not Metallica." And yeah. I'm like, "Dude, it's really cool. Like the heartbeat thing starts <laughs> at the beginning. He was, and then the, and it kicks in. And he was like, "Man, this is awesome. Who is this?" And then when James's vocal came on, he kind of looked at me, and I just didn't, I just didn't say anything. He was like. This sounds like James Hetfield. He goes, "Is this a new Metallica?" I'm like, "Yep." And we, we, I drove him home, and we sat in the car together and listened to the whole record. He was so excited. Oh, uh, awesome, dude! Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I remember like buying the actual CD and putting it in the car radio at the time, and then I just like listened to the whole thing. Also, just like in one sitting. It was just, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that, like, you know, there's not very many things that are, that are going to be happening in your life that you can't put on hold for an hour to listen to a new Metallica record. Exactly. You know? yeah. mean, if you're at a wedding or a funeral or, um, <laughs> that's my, might be it. <laughs> it Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You Couple know, things, but weddings or funerals. That, yeah. yeah t- t- listen yeah. to it afterwards. But I mean, even when hardware came out, I remember I was in Oakland the day it came out and uh, me and my wife were staying with our, our friend while we were visiting out there. Um, since she's, she's from the area and, yeah. uh, I had woken up like super early. I was on West Coast time and I woke up at like 530 in the morning and, and I remember waking up thinking, oh my gosh, hard, Hardwired's out. I immediately downloaded it on my phone. 
And I grabbed my in-ear monitors and I went out on his back patio and I sat there and just like listened to the entire thing while everyone was still asleep. It was like 5.30, 5.45 in the morning and I'm sitting there like cranking hardwired in my ears. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. I pre-ordered the CD. So it came to my house the day of and then I just remember running to the mailbox in the morning and just putting it in like in the CD player and then, oh man, that was just, you can't like... Those are the like, moments that are just special, you know? Absolutely, man. No, 100%. The man. They're, they're one of those bands that, I mean, anytime they announce something new, a new record, a new tour, uh, the S&M shows, even merch or whatever, it's just, they're oh, just yeah. an ex- yeah. if you If you're a fan, you're, you're a fan. And, and everything can be, you know, pretty dang exciting when they when they come out with anything new. Oh, yeah, out, yeah. Even outside of music, you know, even like that new, uh, that new, uh, Puss had skateboard deck. I was like, God, I gotta have that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't buy it, but I really wanted it. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> um, I was like, yeah. Every time I see new merch, even though I don't need it or anything, I was just like, oh, I need to have it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, are you? Uh, do you live in Finland? Yeah, I live in Finland. I actually live uh, in a city called Tampere. It's about two hours north from Helsinki. Okay. And I study. Yeah, I study in university there, and you know, now during the summer. I'm here at my parents' house in near Helsinki. Yeah. Here also, yeah. So That's very cool. So you were were you born and raised there? Actually, I was born in Oulu, which is very high up north or like in the middle of Finland. Okay. And uh, we moved to California when I was about 2 years old. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, so we lived there for 4 years uh because of my dad's work. He lived uh worked for Nokia. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we moved back here when I was I think I was seven, six or seven. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that, so, that, ex- that explains why. I, like, I was expecting a, a, a much different accent out of you. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing those those first couple years on the west coast of the U.S. <clears throat> had a bit, oh, yeah. a bit of impact, maybe on on a, yeah, your lack of a Finnish accent. <laughs> yeah. Every time you know, I get that a lot. Some from like Americans or anyone hearing me speak. Right. You know, they're like, oh. You're Finnish, really? uh, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, if if you didn't just tell me all that, I would just assume like, man, his mm-hmm. English is amazing. First of all, and yeah. you know, I, okay. I figured, oh, maybe he was born in the U.S. and lived there for till he was ten, and then moved to Finland or something. But no, 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 your English is amazing, man. I, I, oh, thank you. Man. I, I know yeah. zero Finnish, so you you got me beat on <laughs> on languages. Yeah, but but I mean, I know the. I know English is a little easier than Finnish, so. <laughs> yeah. True, yeah, very true. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a couple of languages that that are 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 easier. You know, Spanish, obviously. You know, oh, yeah. we, that's what we always we grew up learning in California, because you know it's, mm-hmm. you know, very, yeah. uh, you know, uh, huge Mexican population in California, and uh, yeah. so it's, you know, that was yeah. just one of those things that we would learn in school. I wish that, like in Europe and in the UK and stuff, I wish it was a requirement to stay in a different language. Um, all through school mm, i think it's like uh, yeah i think it's very good to learn at least another language yeah like, I, I mean yeah. I, I know i can i know you can always learn you know i can always go get the rosetta stone <laughs> or something and and learn yeah. how to speak span you know or i mean i speak a little bit of spanish but not much um but it would have been so cool just to grow up at a, such a young age like before i even remember you know it would if my parents or whatever had yeah. just brought us up always learning english and spanish because um, you pick it up so well little, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids are little sponges, man, and like when you oh, when yeah. you become an adult, man, that thing dries up. We 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 don't yeah, absorb anything anymore. To, <laughs> no, no, we don't. And I'm 22, and it's hard to learn, you know. Yeah, so. totally, man. 
Yeah, I, I was even, you know, when you know when I'm not on the road, I'll go out and, and uh, drive and do Uber and Lyft. And I, I, I picked up a, a Hispanic woman just yesterday, and she spoke zero English. And I did my very best to try to, yeah. you know, communicate with her with the yeah. little Spanish that I do know. And she and she got the drift of what I was trying to say to her and mm-hmm. stuff. And, but hey, I mean, that's yeah, that's the most important thing, you know, to get the message across. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I probably sound like a total idiot to her, but <laughs> but I but hey, thought, at least you're trying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember my sisters would always get always get embarrassed to me when we would be in like in a Mexican restaurant in California growing up, and I, I would try to speak Spanish, and they would get like yeah. embarrassed. I'm like, why are you getting embarrassed? They're like, I'm like, I'm trying to practice, and they're like, they're like, you just sound so lame when you speak it. I'm like, thanks. No, but yeah, no, but I mean, that hurts my core. I, I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but I think it's good to you know practice and try it. Try it, you know. Yeah, absolutely, least, man. So, yeah. do you are uh, do you know any other languages? Are you just just finishing English? Um, well, we're supposed to study Swedish here in Finland because okay. it's our it's our second language, official language. But I really don't know any Swedish, so <laughs> I mean, same, <it's>, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know like "tak" and "varsågod," which are like "thank you" and um, like 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 very good and like just the basic words, you know? Right? Yeah, exactly. But. I, I I should know better, but I just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, yeah. I have learned, you know, a couple things in different languages when I've gone there on tour and stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah. I learned a couple little things in Russian, just little simple things, you know, to mm-hmm. ask yeah. someone's name and say hello, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. There, man, there's some languages out there that are, are I mean, most anything in Asia is so hard to me. Like when I, when I went to Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you listen to people speak to each other. I'm like, I, I can't imagine learning this language as an adult. No, yeah, definitely not. No, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I had a friend that went over there to teach English, and so she had to learn Japanese. I mean, she took it a bit in high school, but she had to learn a lot of Japanese in her 20s, and she'd go over there and teach for a year straight. And I'm like, I, gosh, oh that, wow, yeah, that Russian, yeah. Um, you know, Croatian. Some of them, you know, they're very, all very beautiful languages when you hear them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, being spoke yeah, definitely. But man, yeah, some words, you know. I mean, I even uh, yesterday picked up a uh, a family uh, that were uh, from India, and mm-hmm. they were, they were all talking uh, to each other in Indian, and it, it was just it's fascinating to listen to. And, and I'm sitting there trying to think: yeah, if, I know. Do any of these words sound even really close to the English language? No, they don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. I love listening to it. I, I love um, when I'm in other countries, and even in Finland or Sweden. And oh yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I just love sitting around at a cafe, drinking coffee, and listening to people talk to each other. And it's like I'm eavesdropping, oh, yeah. but I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just like enjoying the foreign language. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like part yeah. of the got a part of the ambiance of of that city that I'm in. You know, it's a exactly, it's yeah. part, part of yeah. you know immersing yourself in that in that world for the day. You yeah, know, experience culture. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and then when I go yeah. to Mexico, I can get by a little bit, you know, or South America yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Well, I'm very jealous that you speak fl- two languages fluently. Um, well, cool, yeah, man. I mean, so, so, uh, are, are, do you play music? Are you a musician or, uh, yeah, any, yeah um, well, yeah, I play drums and guitar. Okay. Awesome. Well, because of Metallica. Yeah, of course. I, uh, when, Guitar Hero 3 came out. I started playing that and then I started just started playing the real guitar after that and Oh, okay. Yeah, Guitar Hero 4 with the drums. That yeah. got me into drumming. Yeah. And That's then cool. of course, yeah, just watching YouTube videos of Lars playing live shows. It's like that's what really inspired me to yeah. play drums. I mean, yeah, the, and one of the cool yeah. things about playing drums too is that um 
you don't necessarily need a drum kit right away to start learning. Oh no, definitely you know? not. I had, uh, yeah, I had the small Guitar Hero 4 like plastic drum kit thing. Right. And it, it broke after like half a year, but I was still not even plugging it in or anything. <laughs> I was just banging on that thing and with my headphones on. Yeah, totally, you know? man. That's, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. When, when, I mean, I started on guitar first when I was 11 and uh, maybe two years later in junior high, I had a friend that was a drummer and, and uh, asked him to borrow his drum kit and he wouldn't let me at first. And so I, he gave me yeah. a pair of drumsticks, though, and a little practice pad. And I would just yeah. sit there and, like, you know, I would listen to Metallica and listen to all these bands I was into at the time. And I would, I just taught myself. I would, and then it, I went and graduated from that to like sitting, mm-hmm. at the, sitting at the edge of my bed and setting up pillows like they were drums. Yeah. yeah. So I'd have like this, the pillow in front of me, be the snare drum, and then and one above that with the tom and the floor tom and so forth. And it was, and that's how I learned before I actually got to sit down on a drum kit. Oh yeah, same. Like uh, that's how I learned, just banging on the Guitar Hero yeah. four drums. It's, yeah, it is. It is the advantage of, of of learning drums when you don't have to worry about notes necessarily. Yeah, you can just bang on anything really. I mean, you can play yeah. air guitar all, all day long, but it's not going to. That's not going to teach you any chords, you know. No, it's not. No, but banging on like pillows and stuff teaches you rhythm and yeah. like the groove. Absolutely, yeah. man. I think I hit some paint buckets in my dad's garage, all sorts of stuff. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's the best way to do yeah, it. So- I've played, yeah, I've played eight years about, I think, drums, and then I got, um, I was in elementary school in, I think, fifth or sixth grade, and there was a guy also into Metallica back then, and then, I think, yeah, it was sixth grade, and we were jamming on, like, Metallica songs in the music room, he was playing guitar, playing drums, yeah, that was awesome. And that's that's such a good way to get better, too, I mean, you could could practice all day long by yourself in your bedroom. And you will get better, and you will see improvements um, over over time. But when you finally sit down with somebody else and jam with them and play a, oh, yeah. a song you both know, I mean that takes that takes so many things as far as being a musician to the next level. It um, takes a lot of things, yeah, yeah. You know, learning how to play with somebody and and kind of listen to what they're doing and yep. compliment them and uh, keeping up with somebody or whatever. I mean, there's so many things that will, you'll start to learn. You won't even know you're learning oh, yeah. until it happens. You know, it's a, it's a really cool thing yeah, exactly. about music. You're like, yeah. You're learning without knowing you're learning. Yeah. You totally. And uh, like t- trying to like connect with the guitar player or bass player and just trying to keep, you know, the song together. And yeah, it's really, it's really cool to like learn that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's cool. So do you have a band now or anything? Um, well, actually, we used to have a band like a couple years ago. I played drums, uh, drums in that, and then the, our lead singer he moved to um, the Netherlands to study. So he's been here like every summer. We play some shows, and um, we're, we have so, we have um, some shows coming up this summer here in Finland. Oh, cool! Yeah. So I mean, it's not anything too serious. He writes his own songs and like performs them there in the, in the Netherlands, but. Every time he comes here to Finland during the summer, we play some small shows yeah. and some bar stuff. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Are you guys doing like metal stuff or what? It's mainly like rock and like this. It's hard to explain. It's like rock, really. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Well, that's cool. Do you guys have any recordings yeah. that people can listen to or have you done any of that yet? Um, we have some, some, um, some old recordings. A few demos in here and there. Actually, um, the singer he recorded some songs by himself because he plays drums and guitar and everything and right, sings. Okay. So he recorded. I could like um, 
just link it to your, I don't know, Twitter or something. Yeah, man. No, link, link it over. I'd love, I'd love to hear some stuff. What's the band, what's the band can, called? Um, the, well, the band was called Cold Cargo. Cold Cargo, okay. But, yeah, uh, the our singer, he goes by his first uh, by his full name now. It's just Ilomari Lantinen. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, Finnish name, so probably hard to um, type in right now, but I can <laughs> link you to youtube video or something right okay. yeah no please do yeah yeah or just shoot us an, shoot us an email with a link I and mean, yeah i'd love to check it out awesome yeah definitely that's yeah. cool man so um so uh speaking of uh th- this show here in finland what um what number metallica show is this for you um it was my fifth show fifth show okay nice we're tied now huh? yeah. oh yeah, dude, yeah that's awesome I saw, yeah my first show was in 2011 in sweden uh one of the big four shows Oh dang, man! Yeah, that's yeah, I flew cool. There with my dad. Yeah, it was really cool. And at that point, were you there. already into like Megadeth and Slayer and Anthrax? Yeah, like because I think they played 2010 some big four shows already. Yeah, and then yeah, that's I already I was into Metallica already, and of course I knew like soaked everything in already back then. So I was aware of the big four shows, and then I was like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna check all the other bands too. Man, that and is I, so cool. Yeah, I just love all the, all the four bands and like i man i really yeah. wish that they, they would have done a lot more of those shows because i mean oh yeah definitely because just seeing the one that i did it was like amazing seeing all the four bands yeah during, absolutely like, yeah absolutely yeah. that's so cool man yeah when i saw they first announced those i was like please do one near where i live somewhere within oh, yeah. six hours yeah. i'll drive or whatever and yeah. uh yeah there wasn't anything close to me but um man i <laughs> I was glued to YouTube the day after those shows were happening. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, looking for any video, and then seeing mm-hmm. the, seeing for the first time them all come out and do "Am I Evil" together was awesome. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, except for like most of Slayer didn't do it. They were like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which I think Lombardo weird. was the only one. On Lombardo, stage. yeah, totally. Well, that but he's like the coolest. Dude, I think, he's but, super cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's playing at the Misfits now. That's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. He, that's awesome. Yeah, um, but I think, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It was it was in 2010. Well, I think it was the Bulgaria Big Four show. Right. If I'm not wrong, I think that was the they first one. Actually, they actually showed it in a movie theater here in Finland, yeah. like live. Yeah, they did that over yeah. here as well. Yeah. So I went there with uh, one of my friends from school, and it was just so awesome to see it. Like, like because huge sound system and everything, big screen. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a real show. Huh? Yeah, that's so cool, man. I, dude, yeah. if they if they broadcast all their shows in like any kind of movie theater, I would probably go to a bunch of them, you know? Yeah. I'll go like, or at least stream it. It'd be cool if they started streaming the full shows like live as they're happening. Like, oh, yeah, like they yeah. did that when they did the, um, when, when, uh, it was the day before the super bowl here in the U S mm-hmm. and they did that yeah. thing called too heavy for halftime. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw that Yeah, called the night before or whatever I, I, they, they live streamed it as it was happening. And so yeah. I made a huge bowl of popcorn. I had my, had it going through my studio monitors all loud. It, it was so fun to watch the show live it was, as it was happening. Oh, in the awesome, Bay Area. Dude, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Um, well man, let's kind of talk about, uh, your, your day going to the show. Um, yeah. did you have any experiences that you purchased extra or went with friends? Uh, or? No. As a, you know, poor college, uh, university student, and, you know, just the regular ticket was, you know, expensive enough, you know, but, um, yeah, I just bought the general, general admission, admission ticket. And yeah, I, I actually tried to get the golden circle ticket, yeah. but they were sold out like immediately. Ah, uh, okay. And 
even though I am a fifth fifth like fifth club member. Yeah. I still and I got the pre-sale tickets. They were still sold out before I got there. So. Oh shoot, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of the place. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. That's the place to be, man. You know, um, <laughs> talking to other people on these episodes about being in the Golden Circle, it's like you're kind of right up there by the edge of the catwalk area, and you know you're yeah, kind of on the other yeah. side of the snake pit. And then when they do the, you know, towards the end of the set, when you know, when they do uh, bells through seeking destroy up front, you're right there and. But, I mean, if you can't get in there, I mean, I think general admission is the way to go because you can kind of hover around and walk around a little bit and oh, yeah. um, and find, like, a sweet spot, you know, where maybe visually it looks good and sonically it sounds good. Um, I did that a lot when I saw them here in Nashville. I, I walked around oh. a little bit, and um, I, I especially did it when I saw them up in uh, in Philadelphia for the first time on this tour. God, that's, like, two-something years ago already. <laughs> oh, um, wow, yeah. So crazy. Uh, and I remember walking around to like four or five different spots and then I finally found like the sweet spot where it sounded best. And it, it's such a cool thing, you know, and see, you know, if you get just normal seats, those are great too. You know, if you don't feel like standing up the whole show for a couple hours, but I just love being out, out there with like all the people with the, with the floor tickets and mm-hmm, the energy's yeah. great down there. It's just, it's just awesome, man. I, I don't know if I could do anything further away. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Cause, uh, like I, I've actually experienced, being right next to the catwalk uh in 2012 when they played the black album tour like the 20 i think it was the 20th anniversary dude, tour you, you saw that too oh yeah i saw that too here, here in helsinki dang dude you're 22 yeah. years old and you've seen all this Jeez, that's amazing yeah i'm, yeah. I'm jealous Feel really lucky yeah i yeah. didn't get to see them for the first time till i was like 30 or 31 oh, yeah <laughs> that's so cool yeah. man i, I know i'm, yeah, I'm I was happy like for right you up the, yeah i was right up the um like right on the rail next to like the edge of the or the outskirt of the catwalk. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah. And that's where they're yeah. they're playing the black album uh backwards. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Starting with Struggle Within. Yeah, then, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. So so going to this show in Finland, did you uh did you oh, yeah. go by yourself or did you go with some friends or go to any pre parties or anything? Yeah, so um, there was the pre-party the night before, but I didn't have time to go and no friends to go with. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the show tomorrow. And then um, I, w- I was supposed to have a friend from school to come with me, but he fell ill like right the day before. So I was like, oh, shit, now I have no no one to go with because I had yeah. two tickets. And I was like, oh, I hate if hate it if the ticket goes to waste. Yeah, absolutely. And I... Uh, texted like all of my buddies from school and then the one person was like yeah sure i'll go and then we actually met there um at the venue okay so i yeah so when when i was actually driving up there it was about a one and a half hour drive all right you know you know to get me in the mood i was listening to your um latest um episode oh nice (laughs) dan Cantor was it yeah dan Cantor, yeah yeah, it was an awesome episode. Yeah, so I was, you know, listening to that to get into the mood. You nice. know, Metallica. Yeah. Yeah, and then I got there, I think it was 30 minutes before the gates opened, so at 2.30. Mm-hmm. And when I got in, I just had a burger burger to eat and um, actually had a, the Enter Night Pilsner. Yeah, what do you think? actually really good. It's really good. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, <clears throat> it was. Uh, it was not too hoppy. I, I, I've had a few of those. Um, yeah. They were great. Yeah, they they sell them now at the uh, at the liquor store by my house. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I keep yeah. I keep asking the guy at my liquor store I go to all the time <laughs> if he uh, if he's gotten black and whiskey. And every time I go in, I'm like, get it yet? He's like, not yet. Yeah. 
I don't know if they distribute <laughs> is, in is Tennessee. He trying to get it? What's that? Is he trying to get it? He's trying to, but I don't know if they distribute it in Tennessee yet. I, I thought, I, oh, okay. I think they yeah. did temporarily when when the tour came through here. Oh, okay. Uh, they yeah. may have had some stuff, but um, yeah, the only time we've had it is uh, when a, f- a friend of ours uh, got us a bottle for the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's awesome, man. I, I love that they're doing that. And, the, yeah, the, the Pilsner's great. And mm-hmm. I've been trying to drink a lot less lately, so I'm not it, running, <laughs> running to the liquor yeah. store so fast to get it. But um, when they do get it in, I will get a bottle. Yeah, like special occasions, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like when yeah. I and so, yeah. like when I start yeah. learning Finnish. Yeah, definitely. That'll, that'll yeah. be a special occasion. <laughs> I think you need a few shots of the black and whiskey, you know, to to, to learn finish. <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're right. I think I mean, you know, I need half the bottle to just relax me to to open my mind a little bit and learn it. But yeah, at least, at least, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, good. Continue on then. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah. Um, after I had the burgundy and the pilsner, I just I was just enjoying the sun. It was actually raining and there was sun, so. It was changing every five minutes. Right. That's basically Finland. It rains, then it's sunny, rains, sunny. So yeah. you know, every time it was sunny, I was enjoying it. And then I think I got um, close closer to the stage at around, uh, it was like five, five-ish, I think. Mm-hmm. Like a good hour, hour and a half before Bokasa. Okay. And I actually, I got to the rail of the Golden Circle. So... Almost to the rail. I was like one person away from the oh, rail. Oh, there you go. You're like at that point. You're like in the uh, the the slightly yellow circle. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, quite yeah, golden yeah. yet. You know, you're like in yeah, the bronze. Getting golden. Yeah. You're in the yeah, silver like circle. circle. <laughs> yeah, silver. Yeah, yeah. The bronze circle is like the 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 upper deck or something. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. You got oh, yeah. that close. I mean, that's that's pretty. That's you oh, know, yeah. for being on the floor, that's a good view. Oh, it was very good, and I was right in the middle. So it was good view, good sound. It was like perfect. That's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So I and I actually heard um, some guys talking there in English. I was like, "Hey, I wonder where they're from." So I like started talking to them, and there's two uh, two dudes from um, Iceland. Oh wow! Yeah, and we were talking for a good five ten minutes, just about stuff, and Metallica and everything. Yeah. And then showed showed them my metal uh, metal up your podcast shirt. And then, like, I was like, do you guys know this? And they were, like, slightly tipsy, maybe. Yeah. So it took them to uh, a few seconds to read it. But there was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We listen to that show every time. Oh, that's awesome. Like, awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool. Bringing podcast fans together in Finland. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. And I was like, I told them I'm going to do the Metal Tales. They were like, oh, no, shit. You're going to do it? Oh, I was that's like, yeah, cool. Dude. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, yeah. Here, here you are, the, the the grand prize with with your patron. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, maybe not the grand yeah. prize, but it, you know, it's it's yeah. I'm I'm glad you're excited about I mean, it. You know, no, I'm yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. Yeah, cool. No pressure. Yeah. It's just a couple thousand people listening to you. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and actually, I, I was during the day, I was trying to like see if anybody notices the shirt, mm-hmm. and some people like I saw a few people taking taking a little longer you know to read what it says like hey what's that right yeah yeah but i I got nobody saying like hey awesome sure or like oh yeah i know the podcast or anything but i saw a few people looking at it you know so maybe they'll they'll check it out you know i hope so man i mean you know what people see that font you know they see the m and it looks like metallic obviously and they're like huh what is that you know which shirt uh, which shirt were you wearing oh the old school one okay awesome that's cool 
Um, yeah, I really like the shirt. Yeah, it's so awesome. I love that when when uh, when me and Clint and Paul were at the Nashville show. Uh, at mm-hmm. one point, Clint found somebody in the crowd that was wearing the Paul shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, I remember you guys telling me about it. it was yeah, pretty totally. Funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was awesome. Yeah, it's been cool to hear little stories like this of people wearing our shirt to different shows, and it's almost like this little banner, you know, and like to, to find oh, the, yeah. the other people that know the show, you know, and some exactly, people have yeah. like met up, like, hey, I listen to that show too, like. You know, oh, you're a patron too. I've heard your name on the show. You know, so people have been like met and become friends through this, which is so crazy to me. Oh yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, I was just listening to these metal tales and like how people met at shows just just seeing the shirt and it's just like, oh hey, yeah, totally, man. It's so weird. We need to maybe we need to start for the next album cycle whenever they do another record. Maybe we should start making metal beer podcast flags, and people can take them to shows and just wave them around and like, okay, there's the people I need to be with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like a like 10 meter pole up and put it up that would be, way. yeah totally we're just, here we're here yeah, yeah exactly just like they just like they do at like glastonbury and stuff you know oh yeah yeah that would be awesome yeah one of these days we should actually do uh make a flag and and <clears throat> i'll give it to my friend wes who does the tuning room on the on tour with the boys and yeah. he, he can hang yep. it up in there dude that would be sweet all yeah. of a sudden it shows up and the, all the guys are looking at it like what is that take it down <laughs> <Just> get, <laughs> take, take that down, down immediately <laughs> Yeah, I hate that show. Take it down. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Lars like, oh, I listen to it. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool, man. So um, so you were obviously yeah. there early, so you got to see Bocasa and mm-hmm. Ghost. Um, yeah. How how were, how were they uh, at the show? Um, actually, I ha- hadn't heard of Bocasa before, so and I didn't, I specifically did not look it up on YouTube or anything, because I wanted to be surprised, you know? like Sure, yeah. You know, I like to be surprised sometimes, you know, just going to a show, not knowing a band, just seeing them live for the first time and hearing them for the first time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, so, um, Bocasa really wasn't my thing, so to speak, but, I mean, the drummer was really cool. He he played, yeah. like, crazy, yeah, but, I mean, the music, it's like the Storner rock, as you may know, but yeah, that's it's, what I've, that's what yeah, yeah, not my thing, so, but. It was cool. Like they played for a good thirty minutes. Well, I've heard they. I've, you know, I've heard they sound like a like a big band for only being a three piece. They actually, yeah, they do. It it sounds like they have like more players on stage than they actually do. Yeah, that's awesome. So I mean, yeah, and that's like a that's what I liked about them. They sounded mm-hmm. big, Very aggressive. Cool. Uh huh. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and I mean, and what yeah. a cool thing for a band like that, man. Just this three piece stoner rock oh, yeah. band. To be able to do an entire tour with Metallica and Ghost, man, that's got to be yeah, that's so awesome. That's yeah. got to be very humbling to get up there and and be accepted oh, yeah. by their fans Definitely. and by the guys in the band. And man, that's so uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, playing to tens of thousands of people every night. Yeah, totally, man. Maybe they'll take yeah. me and Clint out next time. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we 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 had this thought early on in the podcast, like, man, what if they get wind of this and they the band wants an official Metallica podcast to like. Be, have us be on the road like talking about every show and interviewing the crew and the band and stuff like that would be so awesome <laughs> hey, you know dream, dream big you know <laughs> that would be cool man hey you yeah. know, then then the intro to be like you know this is lars ulrich and this is the official metallica podcast mellow your podcast that would be awesome oh that would be so cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're like um hi guys um it's, it's lars <laughs> I can't do a Lars accent very well. <laughs> it's, good. it's pretty good. Not, not, not bad. It's a not lot bad. of uh, gum chewing and like, um, a lot of ums. Um, um guys. Um, 
Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, that's that's the thing, yeah. Our manager, um, Cliff Bernstein. Actually, I can't do it. <laughs> getting there, getting there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that's I still gotta I, I still have to transfer my Torben accent from German to uh Danish anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's okay. I just I just speak it like it is. <laughs> awesome, yeah. <laughs> well European accent I know, but um well, cool. So um, now, Ghost, were you a, a Ghost fan before the show? Oh, yeah, definitely. I actually saw them during the Black Album tour, not the Black, the Black Album anniversary tour in 2012. Um, right. awesome. When they were opening up, yeah, they were opening up, opening up for Metallica already back then. I saw them for the first time then. I was like, oh, this is a cool band. And ever since, I've been a fan. And yeah. Just, yeah. And I actually didn't look up their set before. Um, before the show, because I wanted to be surprised, right? Yeah. You know, just to play. Now, of course, you know they had to play all all of their big hits, but it was still it was really really cool to see them. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I've I've never seen them live. You know, I've I've heard they put on a great show, especially if you're seeing them at one of their own shows. Oh yeah, that would be really cool. I was actually talking to a few of the guys just around me and like because they were big ghost ghost fans. Yeah. Next to me, and like, yeah, like they really want to see Ghost by themselves or just like only Ghost because mm-hmm. you know know have a big show you know yeah man that's cool you know i mean yeah. i feel like you know hear, hearing about them and hearing them enough uh because of this tour uh and because clint's a huge fan you know if they ever yeah. do a tour of the u.s again i'm sure they will at some point but if they ever came yeah. to nashville yeah. I, I would love to go see them oh yeah that's so awesome yeah, definitely go, yeah, they're such a cool band yeah and they're such talented mu- musicians and the guitar player especially the the one who plays the white guitar, because mm-hmm. you know their name is cool, so can't name them. But right. the white guitar, guitar player, he's he's just so so good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all those guys are super talented. I mean, their singer is mm-hmm. a great voice. I mean, all, all those dudes are great players and oh, yeah. write good songs and great performers too. I mean, they, they kind of have that whole package down, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. Um, did you uh, before we get into the set list? Did you uh, pick up any merch or posters or anything? Yeah, I actually bought the Enter Night cup. It was like a half a liter cup. Oh, cool! It, it, the Enter Night Pilsner logo thing on it. it. Yeah, it was really cool. Then I bought a bought a um, Metallica bandana. Oh, nice! So, got those. Yeah, I put it. Um, you know, the same way James puts it behind. You know, um, on the back of his pants. Yeah, you know, hanging back pocket. You know, I do the same thing every day, man. <laughs> yeah, and be, I, I, I just. I have, yeah. I have friends that make fun of me. They're like, why do you have that in your back pocket? I'm like, it's functional. They're like, you're doing it for style. I'm like, well, yeah, I think it looks cool. But there's times where like I'm doing something outside and, I'm, and all of a sudden I start sweating. And I'm like, ooh, I have something in my back pocket that can fix this. Exactly. It's, it's functional, yeah. Exactly. See, it's, you know, it's yeah. fashion and function. It doesn't get any better. Yeah, yeah to me, that's the, whole, that's the whole package of a bandana. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely, you know, yeah. If you're sweating so, too yeah. much, tie it around your head. Yeah. You know, you, you get a cut on, on your on your wrist or your arm or something, tie it off. Tie it you can make that thing a tourniquet yeah. so fast. Yeah, so you're walking by, you're walking down the street, walking your dog down the street, and all of a sudden someone like uh, is walking down the street with their samurai sword and accidentally like <laughs> they accidentally like slice their arm open and hit an artery. Guess what? You know what you have in your back pocket? You got a scarf, a handkerchief that you could go over there and tie a tourniquet around them until the ambulance shows up. Yeah, a Metallica scarf. Exactly, yeah. which is more absorbent. As most people don't know that. Oh yeah, no, it's a uh, little fact. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, cool, man. Well, let's let's jump into the set list. If you want to kind of, um, 
yeah, kind of walk walk right. walk us through it and let us know some uh, kind of notable moments for you. Um, maybe stuff you weren't expecting to hear that they did play and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So yeah, um, obviously with the um, long way to the top and Ecstasy of Gold, it was you know getting into the mood little by little, and immediately when Ecstasy of Gold starts, it's just like oh, finally Metallica. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It's, Here it comes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like the whole day you're waiting for it, waiting for it, and then it actually starts, and you're like, oh, shit, it's actually starting. Oh, like, yeah, they're playing tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, shit, I, like, been waiting all this time for this, now it's finally starting, so yeah, yeah that man. was awesome. Yeah, and then the hardwired intro, it's so cool, like, people have said before that tape, it's kind of low, the volume, but right when Lars kicks in with the snare drum, just like the volume difference is so huge. Yeah, like, it really is. Yeah. It's so well, awesome. And then everyone else just kind of appears out of nowhere. I mean, I know they kind of, you know, run up some stairs real quick, but I mean, you know, Lars hits the snare drum, they kick into it. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, there's everybody. It's like this magic show. It's so, it's so cool. And then all of a sudden it's that surreal feeling of like, Holy shit, there's my heroes, you know? Oh well, yeah, definitely. Cause there was like this tall guy in front of me. So I couldn't really see that well in the beginning. Um, so I was like looking, looking, and then like trying, trying to like be on my toes and like see. And then suddenly, when they start, I was like, "Shit, they're already on stage! How did this happen?" <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. So yeah, hardware starts. Yeah, man. Mayhem. Yeah, it's just three minutes of just thrash. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah. After that, um, they go into memory. Um, just. I think that's awesome that they played so early on. Yeah, me like, too. Yeah. And funny story, the Icelandic guys, um, they, it was their first show, like first Metallica show. Wow. And then and then I look over to one of them and he like I could see this like small tears of joy like coming down like his um chin and like right when like um James starts memory. It was so awesome. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, like seeing the joy of seeing Metallica for the first time. Yeah. Listen, I cry at every show. I, I mean, I, I'll get there when the song comes, but so did I. Yeah. So <laughs> I start crying when yeah. "Long Way to the Top" when you want to, if you want to rock and roll starts playing. I start bawling oh, my yeah. eyes out like like a <laughs> New Kids on the Block fan or Michael Jack, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's happening! Yeah, definitely. And yeah. then I grab my my bandana out of my back pocket, and guess what? I can wipe the tears from my face. And then you can just, yeah, put it right back. Put it right back, save it for later, save those tears for another day. Wipe off the tears of your friend, too, you know, while you're at it. Oh, anyone around me, you need some tears wiped off your face? I got you covered. Check this out. Yeah, tears or sweat, anything, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not blood at that show. If there's multiple people bleeding, if it's life or death, I'll pull it out. But if you just got a scratch, I might just, I don't don't know if I want your blood on my... uh, my Yeah, save it for a rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Yeah, so after memory, they um, I was hoping for ride or well, disposables, either one, because like I've seen ride the lightning, um, I think twice mm-hmm. already. So and disposable, I hadn't um, seen yet. So I was like, okay, they might play ride because they played it the past five shows, I think, in right. a row or at four, past four shows or something. So I was like, okay, they might play ride again because they haven't played disposable in a while. Mm-hmm, totally, and then. Yeah, right before they start, when James says they're going to play some old stuff, 
I was like, okay, yeah, right or disposable. And then I see Lars turn to the right, and then like he does, he does the f- fast four count on the China. I was like, fuck yeah, we're getting disposable. Yeah, man. Uh, I just knew it right away when That's he started awesome. the four count. That's such a good just, song too, man. I've never, I haven't oh, gotten yeah. to see that one live, man. It's it's so good. It's so good, yeah. And they, they nailed it. Like start from start to end, it was just on point. That's great, man. That's so awesome. What a great song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure people were losing their minds too. I mean, that's such a cool song to put it that early in the set, at slot three, and old oh, school. Yeah, that, I mean, it really, it's an old school deep cut. I mean, it is a deep cut. Side yeah. B of Master of Puppets, man. Yeah, and actually, I was surprised, like, because there were a few people around me who did not know it. They were like, "Huh, what's this?" But of course, you know, the hard hardcore fans around me, they everyone lost their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, totally. But yeah, it was just—it's an insane song with the crazy beginning and everything. It's—it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So for slot four, were you hoping for the god that failed? I actually was because. I saw it once before, um, but I just wanted to see it again because I, I saw the YouTube videos of it, and it was so tight, and so it sounded so good. I was like, oh, I really want to hear it. Yeah. Because I really like the song. Yeah. And they Lars starts the like, slow, groovy beat. I was like, yes, we're getting God that failed. Some people you know? think when he starts out, they're like, is it Orion? Yeah, but you actually, know? isn't Orion a little faster? It's a lot. It's a lot faster. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but so, yeah. I can see though can... if you're in the moment and you're <laughs> oh, yeah. you just you just got yeah. your ass kicked by disposable heroes, and all of a sudden he starts playing, you know, God, it's like, oh shit, is this yeah. gonna, you know? But then if you think about it, that would be a yeah. really slow Orion. <laughs> yeah, that would. Yeah, because then they, that's how they start Orion too, just Lars playing. Right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I got a fill. That was just. It sounded really good, actually. Kirk, he. Um, he missed the first, like, you know how they do oh, the um, James? Yeah, that that part. He missed the first one. It was like, just James did it. And then nothing, Kirk's supposed nothing. to do it. Nothing happened. <laughs> and then James comes back, did it. But then, you know, he got the next one and it was okay. Yeah, but it was just funny. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think those little mistakes are fun. No, the, yeah, it, it makes it human, you know? Well, yeah, then, I mean, if, and it, if it's like the same one, the same mistakes happening every night, then it's an issue. But, Every once in a while, if you you got a little brain fart and you forget a little part, it's like it happens. Yeah, it happens, and you know, I, I've never seen Metallica do the same mistake two like two the two times in a row, really, right? Because they really do try to perfect everything. So I mean, absolutely, yeah. Man. So yeah, yeah. That's cool. and yeah. So after that, yeah, after that, we get the Unforgiven. Uh, just really nothing special. Just an amazing song and amazing yeah. performance. That's yeah. Like, they Kirk nailed the solo. I was awesome. like so happy because yeah, it's obviously one of my favorite solos because it's just so amazing. And then seeing Kirk nail it, he was he came up the up the catwalk, running to the front, mm-hmm. yeah, play the solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's such a perfect song, man. I was actually listen. I was I was re- yeah. rebuilding my uh, pedal board last night, you know, because I like to party. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, I, yeah. I I put the black album on vinyl uh, on my turntable and just listened to it as I was rewiring everything and I was like, Dude, man, yeah. this record's still so good. <laughs> and the Unforgiven came on. I'm like, this song's perfect. It's a perfect song. Yeah, I've done that so many times too. Just working on my like guitar or drum stuff and then just putting on a Metallica record and just listening to it. You know, yeah, man. While you're 
like gear, you know? Absolutely. I, I oftentimes, or at least lately in my studio, I've been really trying like, like late at night, you know, uh, when I get home or, uh, whatever, instead of kind of sitting down and watching Netflix or something, uh, which I still will do, you know, I've been watching stranger things lately, but I, uh, oh, yeah. I've been trying to keep myself busy in the studio doing something, whether it's organizing something or restringing a guitar, or working yeah. on my pedal board. Yeah. Only for the the reason that I, I want to do it and put vinyl on my record player and listen to a oh, record. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's like I could open up Spotify and listen to something, but, like, I just don't want to. I love yeah. putting that needle down on the record. And um, yep. And so I did that last night. It was awesome, yeah. So I love, I love you know, that one-two punch of God that failed in the Unforgiven. Oh, yeah, it just worked so well. And, like, everyone was singing along and everyone loved it. It was It was good. It's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, after that, um, before revenge, they, James walks up the catwalk, I think for the first time, or at least comes up and talks first time on the catwalk. And then, you know, as he's walking down, he like, you know, does these, um, funny James, James dad things, you know, mm-hmm. he, he walked down, pretended to drop his guitar into the audience. It was, ah, you, you know, <laughs> That was funny. Oh, yeah. Papa hit. Yeah, classic. And then um, he was trying to pronounce Hamelinna, <laughs> and it was like Hamelinna, and it was like everyone was like, yeah, 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 good try. And it's like he finally got it, like Hamelinna, and everyone just like exploded. It's like yeah, he got it. Yeah, that's cool. See, he he took a he took a Finnish uh, speaking language or lesson uh, in front of forty thousand people. <laughs> Yeah, uh, fifty-five thousand people. Fifty-five, but even more, even more pressure yeah. to pronounce yeah, exactly. pronounce the city yeah. right. <laughs> but yeah, he got it. He got it right, and then like everyone loved it. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and then yeah, um, they played "Here Comes Revenge," and I I love the song. Like, I was so happy to see this because they uh, they haven't played it really at all except for this European tour, and just yeah, I mean they played it well. It sounded awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know they debuted finally over here the like the last week of the U.S. tour. Yeah, um, yeah. And then they've been playing it a bunch, you know, over the, over in Europe and stuff, which is great. I mean, mm-hmm. I think was, yeah, was, I think we figured it out before. I think there's only two songs left from uh, Hardwire they haven't played yet, which is Murder One and I, yeah, think, I think Am I Savage. I think those are the two that uh, are left. So I'm not, I'm not sure if they'll ever debut them, but um, yeah, pretty cool that they've played almost every song from that record though. Yeah, it is cool because it's like even the, like the B side. It's really good, like good songs. Yeah, I think totally. under. Yeah, absolutely cool, yeah. man. So then, uh, then we get into uh, one of my favorites from Hardwire, and then the Moth and the Flame. Oh yeah, Moth and the Flame, and just seeing all the pyre and like or the flames. It was just so cool. Like you could like every time there's flames, you could hear like the audience just like wow, you know? yeah, so cool. Yeah. We've never seen fire here. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's what it felt like yeah but it's awesome and then they played it well and i like the dancing flame that goes mm-hmm. across all time yeah yeah that's cool yeah i, I love that part of the show i, I kind of missed the drones because i thought those were so cool looking oh, yeah and that was cool it. yeah but i mean this song in a stadium i mean they use a ton of pyro and those flames are awesome looking and oh yeah, yeah it, it's such a, it's a great production yes yeah, like way better production than like 2011 or 12 when they played like they had a little pyro and little flames, but this time just like they give it everything they have. 
you know? Yeah, man. That's so cool. I mean, yeah, and even, even just is. to look back at old footage of them from the eighties and even nineties and the pyro they had then, I mean, technology is so different now when it comes to that kind of the special effects oh, yeah. for live music. Yeah. And, um, they can do so much more now. It's like, I can't, mm-hmm. I don't think back in the day they ever would have thought like, what if we had these towers in the stadium, like not even close to the stage and they shot off flames too. Like that probably wasn't an option back yeah. then. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. but no, who, whoever does, we talked about this or, or tried to talk about this a little bit in regards to Metallica about, you know, someone designing a live show. And, um, that's, you know, Dan Cantor who we had on, we, you know, we talked a bit about that with him and his experience in doing it, but yeah, yeah whoever designed the show for, for, uh, Metallica for the arena and the stadium shows really did a kick-ass job. Oh yeah. Like really knocked it out of the park. Just it's, it's amazing to see like, and to see the whole show, like the two hours they play, just see everything, oh, the whole production, everything start from start to finish. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, like you said, it's really thought out and like it's it's perfect. Yeah, for sure, man. I, yeah, yeah th- there wasn't anything about the production I saw that I didn't I didn't care for. I mean, I think the only thing that I was at first I didn't like. Remember when they did the drum thing, like the, oh, yeah, all yeah, four yeah. of them, you know, the the drum circle thing. Mm-hmm. Like at first I was like, I don't really like that. It grew on me a little bit, but yep. I'm kind of glad that it's out of the set now. I I, I think yeah, um, I feel yeah. I know that it, I I understand why they did it and stuff like that, but um, it and yep. it definitely got shorter on the arena tour. But um, overall, I, I I'd much you know rather hear "Here Comes Revenge" or you know, um, what am I thinking of "Halo on Fire" or something like that? You know, mm, yeah, yeah, or just you know the song without the drums. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, I feel the same. It was kind of cool, but a little long, and preferably not. You know, I'd see something else. You know, yeah, and they probably yeah. they, they probably made a call on that. Like, hey, should we keep doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it maybe doesn't get the reaction we hoped it would, or who knows? Um, all I know is that they had, yeah. they look like they had a blast doing it, so that's cool. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that they try new things and like you know just try to see what happens. You know, you want to um, try something new, Metallica? Take me and Clint on the road as your official podcast. That'd be something new. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a, boy can, a boy can dream. A boy can dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, then uh, kind of getting into another black album track. Not kind of. We full on getting into another black <laughs> album track here. Sabbath true. Yeah, and then yeah, this one just I think, I think this was this was my favorite from the whole show. This song, like if I have to pick one song, okay, that was my favorite. It's it's this one because, like, and I, it's not like, it's one of my favorites, but not my favorite Metallica song. But then when I like when they started, when you know James does the Metallica gives you heavy baby, mm-hmm. and Lars, Lars goes into the four count and they start the song, it's so unbelievably heavy and like it sounds so good and yeah, I got, yeah getting goosebumps and like, I, like this is yeah and this song was the song I cried a little because it's there just, we go yeah I was so happy like uh, so happy you know to hear it sounded awesome yeah it's just awesome that's awesome and and good thing you you bought that uh that handkerchief when you did man Mm -hmm. oh yeah wiping those tears yeah man you gotta just wipe wipe them off man you gotta see you gotta gotta keep watching the show gotta have clear eyes yep gotta keep head back yeah (laughs) Yeah, totally (laughs) yeah Yeah. and yeah after that we got um, we got no leaf clover and i love yeah i loved it it's the like the heavy parts are just really heavy with the you know yeah totally man that's that's that might be that might be in my top 10 of metallica tracks now 
Uh, yeah, I mean, no surprise. It's a really good song. I love it like, so much. And the beautiful melodies, mm-hmm. uh, how James plays all the cool parts, and it, it's a really cool song. Mm, agreed. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, and I can't wait to hear that. You know, the new version of it at S and M too. I mean, I'm, for surely they're going to play it. Yeah, for sure they have to play it. You know, it was a big yeah. part of the first one, which it almost became a single. Yeah. Yeah. It was because so, it got yeah. so popular. I mean. um yeah, that's it's such a great song with the orchestra and everything, and it sounds great without the orchestra too. Yeah, it does. It sounds like I didn't even notice there wasn't any orchestra because it just sounded so good, you know. Yeah, man, it sounded yeah. huge, and <clears throat> well, they kind of yeah, do does. that tape at the beginning of it, which is which kind of has the orchestra on that, but that's yeah, it. Yeah. Once they kick in, yeah, there's nothing it. else. No, yeah. So, yeah. so what is this? Uh, before they're doing like the doodle thing, what, is this a Finnish yeah. band? Uh, how do you pronounce this? Kuma. Uh, Kesa? Yeah, Pitkakuma Kesa. It's a uh, long hot summer translated. Long hot summer, okay. Yeah, that's song, yeah, song title and then the band was Popeda. It's a Finnish rock band. Popeda, okay. Yeah, everyone knows that song. It's like a classic summer rock song. It's like you it's like it's like Finland's summer of 69. Pretty much, yeah, like, pretty okay. much. <laughs> yeah. Then, it's like, your sweet home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. And like I was really surprised of Rob singing like he pronounced all the Finnish words so well. Really? Like, okay. Yeah. You couldn't really tell that he doesn't know Finnish because it sounded like he does. And yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really that, cool. Yeah. I love that a guy from, you know, you know, Hispanic descent is, is, is mm-hmm. nailing the, the, the correct pronunciation of Finnish words. That's so awesome. He, I mean, he, he puts some hard work into that stuff. I mean, him and Kirk, I know get to the venue oh, yeah. earlier than everybody else and like sort out what they're going to do for the, the doodle part. Oh yeah, it's and they play do that for every show, like some new song and a new language. It's so right. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, it looks like they just did that and then went and then Rob went into uh, his bass solo. Mm, yeah, bass solo and yeah, I it, it was awesome. Um, and they played um, the part to Orion, also mm-hmm. the bass part. Yeah, they showed Cliff's pictures up there. The crowd went crazy when they saw it. it of course, was, yeah. it was cool. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It was really cool. Nice. Yeah. So what were you hoping for for the St. Anger slot? Um, actually, before the show, I was like, ah, I can, you know, I don't mind either one. Like St. Anger, Frantic, I like both songs. Because I, I really like St. Anger, like, as an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the production's not great. And, um, of course, some songs are too long, repetitive. But I find, I find the good stuff out of there. Like, Frantic, you know, St. Anger. Right. Unnamed Feeling. Dirty songs. Window. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, it's crazy how much that record has grown. I mean, again, yeah, the production is not great, but there's a great YouTube video of them playing the whole record in in HQ. Oh yeah, the studio, and it sounds awesome. Yeah, I've watched that a bunch of times. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, and so yeah, cool. I, but yeah, I was hoping like, or I wasn't hoping for either one because I was would have been happy with either one. But when they started frantic, I was like, okay, this is what I wanted because like. It was just awesome, like, and I've been saying awesome a lot, but it was awesome. I'm not sure what song I want, but Metallica knows what song I want. Yeah, it's like they knew what I wanted. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool to hear it, and because it sounded so good with proper drums and mm-hmm. proper guitar sound. Yeah. yeah, I love that the Kirk's putting some leads in there since there wasn't any on the record. And... Oh yeah, I really mm. like that. Yeah, he's yeah he's, he's finally getting his. Uh... <laughs> yeah his, his deal <laughs> yeah that's awesome man so yeah actually the fans around me when they they showed the saint anger 
fist right before they started the song and people are like oh my god saint anger what the hell you yeah know? or they're kind of kind of laughing at it but when they started frantic all those people went crazy and like you know it was funny to see that's cool yeah. man that's so awesome yeah yeah i mean it was th- cool. i mean them playing these songs live they sound so different that i mean can really turn oh, people, yeah. turn people around on you know how they feel about those songs mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah that's awesome man so yeah then we got the awesome pirate to one and all the flames and explosions it, it's it's so cool to see live when you can see the actual flames and you know the explosions happening yeah, absolutely man and they obviously yeah. you know we've mentioned this numerous times but i mean they the power for the intro to this is way bigger than the arena version of it and it's so oh yeah dude, oh. god i mean if, if you're listening and you haven't seen a metallica stadium show i mean just just for this intro alone it's like so worth oh, yeah. going man it's so cool the lasers and, and stuff and like right, right before the song kicks in, you know, there's the bomb dropping that, and like when the last explosion happens, they put all the flames on, like everything, all the flames that they have at, at once. Oh, it's that's so cool. cool. I don't know if they did that yeah. when I saw them in the stadium. Mm-hmm. But here they did. Yeah. Like all the flames they had at once. It was so cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, the song, nothing really much to say that other than it was really good. They played it well. Um, yeah, I, I think it, that's like one of my favorite songs by them because mm-hmm. so complex and it's like an, it's really epic. It know? is. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's, it's got the best of Metallica in that song. I mean, it's got the most yeah, like stuff, everything. The pretty stuff, the heavy stuff, the thrashy stuff, the fast ass solos, all that, you know, it's got something yeah. for everyone in that song. <laughs> yep. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. man. That's awesome. And they, you know, go straight into puppets. That was also just straight on, nothing other than awesome. Yeah, man. Um, just all the sing-along parts, the crowd going wild. It's It was really, really cool. Like, the feeling just surrounded by, like, 55,000 people all, like, singing the same same parts. Yeah, exactly, man. It I was mean, really good. Like, this, this whole section is, feeling. Is, is, I mean, really, even with Frantic in there, it's like, Mm-hmm. frantic one puppets bells creeping to a secret it's like i mean they're just they're just giving you so much good sauce oh, yeah. till the end of yep. the first till the end of the uh where the encore shows up yeah yeah and like they go they do bells creep and seek um right up the on, on the catwalk with the drums yeah that was, yeah it was like really cool and then like because I, I knew that the drums were going to come up during before bells you know, seeing the reaction of people who didn't know, it was mm-hmm. cool. Like I was like, what? "Wait, just wait, just wait." Yeah, they're like, "What? Another drum set? What?" Yeah, yeah. that's so. It cool. was, yeah, it was really cool. I don't think they've done. I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, some some uh, Metallica tour date purist could maybe correct me, but I don't think they've done the two drum kit thing since the Black Album tour. They did it. Yeah, they did I it don't... then. Um, but didn't they do it um, um, in Cunning Stunts also? Oh, I think, I think they, they had drew, two drum kits. Okay. Then up there. Oh, no, yeah. They, sure. I think so. I mean, cause they, well, they, they did the same idea where they all kind of, you mm-hmm. know, all came together really close by in the middle of the stage. Yeah. Like, you know, they, yeah, talk, they, they talk about it like it was like the days of the garage and stuff, but yeah, with the small light bulbs and yeah, I should, I should double check that. If there's two drum kits on that. I mean, we did a 
freaking episode on. I should know this, but yeah, <laughs> it was like, like five thousand episodes. Ago. Put, yeah, I'm not gonna put my money on it, but uh, maybe <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty sure it's there. Yeah. I don't put my money on anything that I say on this podcast because <laughs> there's so much information that we've spat out there in the last two I and a half years. That's if I'm like, oh, what was that during that one thing on whatever song, and then I I just blank because it's so much information that's passed through yeah, my brain yeah. in two years. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, someone will let me know, like, um, actually, there was five drum kits on that tour or, or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it had to have been awesome with 50,000 people singing the die chant of Creeping Death. Yeah, I was waiting for it. And like, right when the first die comes, everyone was on it. You, you yeah. wouldn't, you didn't wait for anything. It was like everyone was right on it. It was so cool. Like, and just feeling, I actually did, turned around and just, looked at everyone mm-hmm. and like one shouting die it was like it's so amazing to see it it's so rad man yeah that's mm-hmm. that's one of those things i mean every every show i've gone to they've played it and uh just to look around an arena or stadium and, and see all the fists in the air and everyone chanting die and it's just so cool yeah. it, that to me is, is one of the very special moments in that show where you feel a unity with everybody you're all you know you have this common yeah. bond, which is Metallica, yeah. and it's like that's the kind of that uniting force in the set for me is when that part that part kicks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Metallica family, you know, mm-hmm. getting totally. Together. And yeah, and then I think before Seek, um, they were like, James does the when I say Seek, he wants to you know see what happens, and then everyone says and destroy, mm-hmm. and then like. He was about to do it for the second time, and after that, they would have started, but Lars wasn't ready. He was somewhere just on the catwalk talking to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and j- j- then James was like, hey, Lars, you ready? <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, oh, you're not? Okay. And then, yeah, Lars, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think James was like, oh, you need another drum kit over there? Or, uh, one one <laughs> over there? One over there? <laughs> you know, making fun of, you know, the second drum kit. You That's know? awesome. Well, listen, hey, yeah, if, if, awesome. if Kirk gets a bunch of wah pedals off the stage, then maybe Lars should get a couple more drum kits yeah. up there. I'm yeah, sure exactly. his drum tech would love that. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Should have five drum kits on stage. <laughs> oh, I got to set up five kits now? Great. <laughs> yeah, great. Not, get a, not getting paid anymore? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're gonna get a six pack of the uh, of the Internite Pilsner as your tip. Yeah, I do it for a six pack of Internite Pilsner. There you go. Okay. Well, I have to let you know from my experience that's not a lot of money to get paid <laughs> to do that job. <laughs> but hey, yeah. man, if if you want to do that, go for it. Yeah, for the love of Metallica. Yeah. How about a lifetime supply? Let's. Oh, let's, that sounds good. Yeah, let's negotiate here a little bit. Um, <laughs> Man, so for the uh, for the encore, well, yeah. which which song were you hoping for? Uh, again, I was gonna be happy with either one, Lords of Summer or Speed Out the Bone. Yeah, and then yeah, I've seen Lords of Summer once and uh, Speed Out the Bone once, so either one would have been cool. Okay, nice. but then the same thing happened when they started Spit Out the Bone. I was so happy it was Spit Out the Bone because it was I don't I don't know it's it's a really 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 good thrash song. Like mm-hmm. I think it holds up with battery and fight fire. Yeah, and all those. absolutely. Yeah. Damage Incorporated, Dire's Eve. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. It definitely holds up, man. I, I love that song. I mean, I remember, you know, like I mentioned earlier about listening to that record for the first time in Oakland, and that song came on. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, this record doesn't really let up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just so cool, man. Like, yeah, I think it's a perfect album ender, also. Yeah, it absolutely is. No, it's a great ending. It's 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 mm-hmm. kind of that you know. 
again, kind of that return for, well, they, I mean, they kind of did it. I mean, my apocalypse was a barn burner too. Yeah. yeah my apocalypse is cool. Yeah. That's really awesome. You know, so they did it. Yeah. Yeah. this, you know, this one is just, you know, if death magnetic was kind of a return to form in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. then yeah. I think hardwater is a continuation of that with better sounds and, and even, I think yeah. even better songs, you know, in, in some regards. Yeah. I think, yeah, too. Yeah. More th- thought out songs like as, um, as a whole, like the songs, because in De- on Death Magnetic, you know, they're really complex and everything, but mm-hmm. hard- Hardware, it's more, I think, thought out, like comparing like Injustice and the Black Album, you know, I think right. it's the same com- comparison with, between Death Magnetic and uh, Hardwired. Sure. I see that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. so yeah, round, kind of rounding out as, as they do, nothing else matters in a Sandman. Um, can't, I mean, um, again, can't complain. No, definitely not. Like, I know some people might be like, "Oh, they play those songs every every night," and like, understand, man, whatever. But it's so awesome to see live because it's it sounds great. Everyone's into it. Everyone loves it. It's everyone sings along. It's an amazing thing to like experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the it's the final chapter of the of the journey of the show, man. Yeah, it is. And seeing James going to the Nothing Else Matters solo, it's. Yeah something else you know it's it's really really cool yeah man that's you know like i mentioned earlier about listening to the black album final last night you know that's <laughs> one of those songs that you know the solo comes pretty late in the song I mean, it's pretty much the end of the song yeah, yeah um, pretty much which is not normal format of writing a song a lot of times it's like you know verse chorus reintro verse <laughs> chorus solo finish the song with the chorus or whatever but yeah, yeah i like it's a little little you know it's a little out of the box you know for normal rock format as far as writing goes, but, um, no, it's, it's, it's such a good solo. It's, it's one of the most perfect it is, solos. Yeah. It is, it is. And like, cause the song builds and builds and builds up and then like the solo finishes it off. It's really cool. Mm-hmm, totally, man. I feel but, like yeah, you know, I, with them, clo- clo- you know, with them ending, nothing else matters in a same man. To me, it's like no- nothing else matters is kind of like that, that part of towards the end of a movie that's like kind of sad, but you've, yeah, you're, you're, you do feel good still that there's hope at the end of it or whatever, you know? And yeah, yeah, definitely, um, yeah. It, it's the part that kind of, you know, tugs at the heartstrings. And then inner Sandman to me is like the final scene of the movie into the credits, you know? Yeah. 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 And, that's yeah, a very good explanation of it. I don't yeah. know. That just, <laughs> just popped in my head. Okay, yeah. 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 But the only thing I would like that I didn't, really like was during the actual the nothing else matters solo they put way too much reverb on james's guitar like oh, really? the solo was yeah he, he nailed the solo but the sound was way too reverby like yeah it sounded like from like listening from another room almost oh uh, okay it, wow a little too much yeah there. i don't know like yeah the sound sound guy probably just i don't know what he did there but yeah but i mean yeah small complaint but it, it sounded great though yeah you know? for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. man you know that you know they're just in their in their mid to late 50s and still putting on amazing shows of 19 to 20 songs and not yeah. just i mean god at their age like they could be playing it safe and not really playing that many like thrasher songs you know mm-hmm. but it's like i mean god just in this that it's like hardwired disposable heroes moth into flame um one puppets creeping death you know spit out the bone it's like they're 
it's i don't know i mean it's amazing yeah like the, half the set list yeah half the set list is like thrashers yeah it really yeah. is man it's it's just incredible that at their age they're still knocking it out like this dude i i, I commend it's, them yeah. it's 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 so fun to be a metallica fan for as long as a lot of us have and to see them at this age doing mm -hmm. this and there's still more to come too yeah I, I mean yeah i feel also i feel lucky that i did come come into metallica you know in 2008 around around that time because they're still like still relevant and still good uh-huh yeah awesome shows releasing awesome music and it's just a great time to be a metallica fan absolutely dude i 100 percent agree with you um well and on that note and i i mean yeah. i appreciate you doing this man oh hey dude it's been an honor yeah thank you very much heck yeah dude and 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 don't forget to you know Send me a YouTube link to, to one of your all songs. I'd love to hear what you guys are doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I will. I will. That would be awesome. And uh, and yeah, and everyone listening, thanks for checking it out. Um, I think this is the last one before they take another little break. So um, I'm pretty sure. Am I, am I correct? Uh, they're playing Estonia tomorrow. That's right. Estonia is next. That's right. Yeah. Um, that might be the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's not, you know, there's not many shows left on the, on the worldwide album cycle. As, as far as we know, I mean, I can't imagine they're going to be adding another leg to this thing, uh, finishing all the Europe stuff and then going home for a break, then doing S and M, then doing Australia, New Zealand. That's probably going to be the end of it. If, as far as I can tell. So it's weird that if, you know, at least what's on the schedule now, there's only 17, 18 shows left the whole year. Yeah. Pr pretty crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But, yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, thank you again, and uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we will see you on the flip-flop. Hey, it's Clint from Metal Up Your Podcast, and we hope you're enjoying the Metal Tales from the Road series. If you've been keeping up with us, then you already know that we've covered every stop on the 2018-2019 North American Arena Tour, and we look forward to catching up with all of our European friends later this year on the Stadium Tour overseas. And there's more! After the Stadium Tour, we are continuing the Metal Tales series for any Metallica show in the past. Maybe you saw one of the Orion Festivals. Maybe you were at the Channel in 1984 and Cliff Burton bought you a beer. Maybe you you were at one of the 30th anniversary shows or you just saw a regular ass show in North Dakota somewhere. We want to hear from you. Since Ethan and I started Metal Up Your Podcast, we've wanted to find a way for listeners to call in and share their stories. Well, this is it. To make yourself eligible for a future or past Metal Tales episode, please consider joining us on Patreon. For $5 a month, you not only get to come on the show as a guest, you also get both of our Cover Our World Blackened EPs, monthly giveaways like deluxe box sets, rare vinyl, posters, and other goodies. You get early access to our YouTube videos, and we also let you ask our guests like Ray Burton, Michael Wagner, Hailstorm, members of Slipknot, your very own questions. For what essentially amounts to two cups of coffee a month, you can ensure that Metal Up Your Podcast continues to grow in quality and content. For any of you on the ride with us, we love you, we thank you, peace, and adios. <laughs> thank you.